This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Top researchers at our clearing firm, R.J. O'Brien, hosted an interactive Grain Outlook webinar for its brokers, and we participated. They share our view that USDA's corn yield estimate of a record 179.5 bushel per acre is significantly too high and already no more than 177 bushel per acre unless the weather, the balance of the season, turns near perfect throughout the entire Corn Belt. That is certainly not in the forecast. In fact, Indigo Ag came out with a forecast of 172.9 bushel per acre for corn and 49.8 for soybeans versus the USDA's 50.8. Though the August report will be the first survey-based state-by-state yield estimate, actual walk-in field sampling does not occur until the September report. That tells us that this year's annual Farm Journal Pro Farmer Crop Tour will be especially closely followed by the trade. The premium corn basis we have now that July futures have expired means the bull spreads of September gaining on December is likely to continue. They concur USDA's July OASDE report is significantly understated irreversible losses to Canada's crops, particularly wheat and canola. We read a report out of Alberta yesterday that says it will be the worst crop in 20 years. They quoted a farmer summing it up best with this, Watching canola prices move limit up is not all that consoling if you're looking at yield potential of 5 bushel per acre instead of 50, unquote. That's not exaggerating. According to the Ag Financial Services Corporation, if these severe growing conditions continue, some producers may put their crops to alternative uses rather than waiting for them to mature. Brazil's corn crop is still badly overstated with USDA's 93.5 million metric ton July estimate. One of their Brazilian analysts shared that they think it will be no greater than 87 to 88 million tons and that quality problems due to the freeze damage will hurt export potential as well. Though U.S. corn export shipments have slowed, they think China will still take undelivered purchases and not cancel and remain a very strong corn buyer for new crop as well to sustain a recovered hog herd and rebuild depleted stocks. We noted in questions that USDA keeps two sets of books on global balance sheets, offering data both with and without China's data factored in, and ask which version they find most helpful for gauging the global situation. All three presenters nearly chuckled when they said that they go only by the balance sheet without China's numbers. One said when it comes to China, it's important to watch only what they're doing, not what they're saying. When it comes to USDA's global balance sheets, they go mostly by what ending stocks are doing among major exporting countries relative to world trade. Asked to share the general mindset of their commercial grain user clients, their response was cautiously bullish. What that tells us is that commercials accept the outlook seems bullish, but they're not covered too far because long-term weather forecasts have been as volatile as prices and sudden fund liquidation has produced several major breaks. What that further says is that when, not if, official yield estimates start falling, the most aggressive commercial buying might yet lie ahead, especially with new crop futures so discounted to the current cash bids. Regardless, the collective mindset among their managed fund clients is that a bullish bias toward buying big breaks rooted in the general theme of the rising inflation ahead. Regarding the inflation fear, 
we note heavy general news coverage to the latest inflation data showing the fastest pace in more than a decade. And while the Fed has been cautious about its inflation expectations due to market sensitivity, if it implies a need to raise interest rates, we can read between the lines of the Fed's latest beige book guidance where it admits prices are rising at above average pace, but that its business contacts think otherwise. Here's what the report reads. While some contacts felt that pricing pressures were transitory, the majority expected further increases in input costs and selling prices in coming months, unquote. The Purdue CME Ag Economy Barometer surveys farmers monthly to measure changes in confidence about the future of farming, cash rents, land values, capital purchase plans, etc. They also tuck in brand new questions every now and then. And in June, they asked farmers about being approached by solar companies wanting to lease farmland for very long terms to cover with solar panels for electricity generation. They were surprised at how many responded that they've been contacted. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.